Welcome to the Seed of Life Church Houston social media church broadcast. Hi, I'm your host, Pastor Ellis On behalf of my wife, Charlotte, and our children, Jaden and Naomi, and the people of our Seed of Life Church family, we welcome you to Seed of Life Lifelines. Let's have a word of prayer and get right into the message. Father God, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we come today with the Seed of Life social media church broadcast. We pray today, Father God, that you would think through my mind and speak through my lips and that your word would come forth unhindered and unchecked by any outside or opposing force. We give you praise in advance for all the signs, wonders, and miracles of God that you're going to do for these, your people today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let's get right to it. You know, we're teaching on a subject called the blessing. And a lot of you might be wondering, well, why is Pastor Stelly continuing on on this message on the blessing? It's because I perceive and discern that this, this COVID-19 status and the economic downturn in the earth can get God's people out of covenant or not being focused on what God promised. And your, you know, your faith can fail and you'll lose hope. But I got a word for you today that if you believe the word of God and hear it, it's going to activate the blessing power of God for your life. And you'll have a man, a life of living on top and not at the bottom. God said he wants to make you the head, not the tail, above only, not beneath. And that'll come when we understand the blessing power of God. So we're talking about living under the blessing. Amen. We're talking about living under the blessing. And we'll just make this part two. Let's go in our Bibles. Let's go to Galatians chapter three, verse number 13. You know, Jesus Christ came into the earth as the son of God. And you know what? He came to redeem us. And it's a part of the reality of redemption that you have the blessing power of God manifesting in your life. And over there in Galatians, hallelujah, let me find it. Galatians chapter 3, praise God. There it is. Galatians chapter 3, verse number 13. Let's read that. The Bible says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree, that the blessing of Abraham, the blessing of Abraham, you need to underline that, might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, and that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Amen. And I want you to drop down to verse number 27, because I want you to know this is for you. The Bible says this, for as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. And there's neither Jew nor Greek. There's neither bond nor free. And there's neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you be Christ's, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. God has made you an heir. Amen. Now, when we talk about living under the blessing, we're talking about a kingdom of God message. Jesus came preaching a blessing. Amen. Over there in Luke chapter four, verse 18, he said that the spirit of the Lord was upon his life. Amen. He said the spirit of the Lord is upon me and he had anointed him to preach the gospel to the poor. The good news to the poor is that you don't have to be poor anymore. Some of you may be facing shortages. Some of you may be facing downturns in your finances or even deficits through layoffs. I'm telling you, you need to stay in covenant with God and believe God for his blessing power and get under the blessing. And you'll see that God is able to meet every need you have according to his riches and glory. Now, the reason that we need to know this and the reason that we need to get our minds renewed on the blessing amen, in this area of faith is because everything God's promised us in this Bible that's going to come by way of the Holy Spirit, it's going to come by revelation. 
in the spirit realm, revelation rules. And if you got a revelation of what God can do for you through the covenant of God of blessing, you have all your needs met. Amen. And we're going to look at that today. Amen. Now understand, why is it so important to know this? Well, it's right over there in Genesis. Let's go to Genesis chapter one. I want you to see that the first thing that it's so important, blessing is so important, that the very first thing that God gave Adam before he gave him anything else, the very first thing that he gave him, praise God, was the blessing. Amen. So that tells me that blessing power and it being operative in our life is essential to live a life of being the head, not the tail, above, on, and not beneath. The blessing was God's initial deposit into the life of man. And over there in Genesis chapter 1, look at uh, verse number 26. Let's look at it. The Bible says, and God said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. And look at verse 28, and God, the first thing he gave the man, and God blessed them, amen, and God said unto them, watch this now, he's announcing something. Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. The blessing gives you a dominion mandate that you can be in charge of your own affairs in life. Amen. That is a man, an anointing. You know, when you read that in the Bible, you think that God only spoke to them. But as he spoke, how many of you know that when God speaks, things show up? Amen. God said, let there be light and light was. God said, uh, let the land appear and it appeared. So when God spoke blessing over Adam, honey, I'm telling you, the power of what he spoke came upon him. Glory to God. And that's the same power that we read about in Galatians chapter 13, verse, uh, in Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14, then that's the same power that God wants you to operate in in your own life. Amen. He wants you to have the blessing on your life. Amen. Glory to God. Because the blessing knows what to do. Amen. Now, we said that the blessing is designed to make you live life on top and not at the bottom. The blessing means to be empowered to prosper by God's spirit. It's a Hebrew word called Baraka. Amen. Glory to God. Now, I don't speak Hebrew or Latin, so I, but I just want you to know it means, glory to God, to be chosen, to be empowered, to succeed, and to increase, to have honor in the presence of God. Amen. Glory to God. To have God's goodness manifesting in your life on a continual basis. That's what the blessing does. Now, why is it why is it that you continue to preach on this, Pastor Stella? I'm telling you again. A lot of people are losing their focus. They're losing their hope. They're in fear. Glory to God. I want you to know fear brings the evil and faith brings the good. Don't become so uh, focused on the coronavirus in terms of uh, of of dread and death and, 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 you know, the stuff that the devil is doing. You need to stay focused on the word of God and increase at every level and in every season. God designed you to be on top. 
And the blessing, if you get a revelation of it, will even protect you and your house from every plot, plan, and scheme of the devil. David was God's anointed. He had the blessing power of God on his life. And David said this in Psalms 91 verse 7. He said, a thousand may fall at my side and ten thousand at my right hand. But you know what? It shall not come near me. Praise God. Why? Because he knew he had a covenant with God. He knew that he had the blessing power of God on his life. You know, that same David, he turned around and he said this in Psalms 118 verse 17. He said, I shall not die, but live and declare the glory of God. The glory of God is his blessing power. Amen. He will celebrate God's glory because he knew he was blessed. And we got to have that blessing in our life. We got to know what the word of God says about it. Amen. Now, because of this, amen, hallelujah, the church, amen, should have God's blessing power in it because there are going to be a lot of people with needs coming to the church. Amen. And the church's responsibility is not only to help people in benevolence, but also empower them with the word so that they, be, they can become the head, not the tail, above only, not beneath. Amen. God don't have a welfare state. Glory to God. The Bible says if you don't work, you don't eat. Glory to God. But you know what? You can also operate, amen, in the word of God, in faith, and have his blessing continually provide for you in your life, in Jesus' name. Amen. We need to know about this. Amen. We need to continue to hear and have our minds renewed on God's blessing power. Now, I understand when I talk about the blessing, we're not talking about money. The blessing is greater than money. Honey, the blessing will get you things that money can't buy. Amen. The blessing can make you live long and live strong. The blessing will protect your children when they're far away from home. But because you got a covenant with God and because you're in covenant with God and you, you're serving God, that blessing, that shield of protection will come upon your children. And that's why it's so important, amen, for you to know what the blessing will do. Amen and amen. You need to get your mind renewed on it. Praise God. Let's look at some of the things. You got to understand Praise God what God is saying about the blessing today. Amen. Let's look at it in the word of God. Amen. You know, look, look, let's look at uh, the reason Jesus came. Let's go back to Acts. We did this last time in the last session. We need to see that Jesus' uh, mandate, the reason that he came into the earth, was to bring blessing to us. Amen. Without the blessing, honey, I'm telling you, 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 you don't have anything. Amen. You got to know that you're blessed. Amen. You know, a lot of people... Uh, glory to God. They walk around from one season of their life to another under the, the spirit of generational misfortune. Well, the only thing that's going to eradicate that out of your life is the blessing power of God. And when you know about the blessing and when you know why Jesus came and when you know that you're a part of that covenant and that you're entitled to live a blessed life as an heir of God and a joint heir in Jesus Christ, that anointing will begin to flow in your life. Look at Acts chapter 3, verse 26. The Bible says, Unto you first God, heaven raised up his son Jesus, sent him to bless you. Glory to God. Can't get no plainer than that. Amen. And turning away every one of you from, from his iniquities. God sent Jesus to bless you. Amen. The first thing that God sent Jesus to do is to bring you into covenant with him so that he can protect you so that he can provide for you with his provisional anointing. And so you need to know about that because God wants you to live a blessed life. 
Hallelujah. One of the blessings, amen, uh, the thing that the blessing would do, amen, it'll bring the power of God in your life to supernaturally produce results in your life. Amen. When you got faith in God and you're in covenant with him, you're serving in your local church. Praise God, because God only blesses servants. Amen. And you don't have to be a preacher to be a servant of the Lord. But uh, and you're serving God and you're in covenant with him. You're a tither. You're a giver. God is obligated. He's bound to a giver. Amen. And it causes his blessing power to go out into their life and to make right anything that's coming against them. Amen. In Jesus name. Amen. So you need to have amen. Glory to God. The supernatural fruitfulness of the blessing operating in your life. Amen. Abraham had to believe God and amen to see those things like God seen them. Now understand when you're operating in the blessing, you got to see things from God's perspective. Let's look at that. Look at Genesis chapter 15. I'm talking about Abraham now, the one who, who had the blessing. Amen. The prototypical blessing that, uh, that that's on our life through the shed blood of Jesus because God spoke blessing one time. Amen. And he said, this is, is going to be the template of what I'll do for mankind, amen, through Abraham. And it, it was all good, amen. And the thing about it is, Jesus Christ has come, and he's made that same exact blessing uh, available to us so that it can manifest in our life. Genesis chapter 15, verse number, let's look at it. Genesis chapter 15, hallelujah. Let's look at Genesis 15, verse number five. Let's see what that says. And he brought him forth abroad and said, look now toward heaven and tell the stars if thou be able to number them. And he said unto him, so shall thy seed be. You know, Abraham was the father of faith. Amen. And all, since he is the father of faith and he's the one with the blessing, the Bible said through you, all the seed of the earth shall be blessed. And Abraham had to see it from God's perspective. You ought to ask God to give you a revelation of, for your own life, a revelation of blessing for your family, a revelation of blessing for your children. You ought to speak blessing over your house every day. Glory to God. You ought to anoint that house for blessing. Glory to God. You ought to anoint the people in your family so that they can have the blessing in their life. And when you do, you'll see things begin to fall off of, off of your life that are not intended for you. You'll begin to see sickness and disease, amen, which God did not intend for your life, amen. God will protect you from that. I don't care who had it. You won't have it. Glory to God. If you turn up your faith and get your mind renewed, you don't have to live in that generational sickness and disease that your relatives are living under, amen. Why? Because you got the blessing power of God on your life, amen. God wants that for you, but you're going to have to see it from his perspective. Now, the key is speaking life. Jesus said in John chapter 6, verse 63, the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. So you're going to have to understand and train your spirit man to speak blessing. Amen. Have a blessing mindset. Amen. And you know what? God said, I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Now, blessing don't work until you work it. Amen. Don't wait until God dumps $100 million in your lap before you start sowing into people who have needs. Start doing it right with what you got. Believe in God that the blessing power of God is on your life and that as you give, according to Luke 6:38, it shall be given back to you. Glory to God. Press down, shaking together and running over. That's what the blessing will do. It'll make every promise of God manifest for you in your life. Amen. 
Glory to God. Now understand something. You, you have a part to play in this. What is going to manifest in your life, amen, you have control over it, amen. If you don't know this, you may not be living the blessed life. You control, amen, what manifests in your life. God sent the blessing to make you live in the God class, amen and amen. Let's look at it. Let me show you why Jesus came to give you the blessing. Look at John chapter 10. Verse 10, now as you're hearing these supernatural truths, if you just receive them, say, man, I, I want to line up with that. I want that in my life. I want everything that Jesus Christ died for me to have in my life. And you know what? I'm going to have it. Praise God. And look at, look at John chapter 10. Here's another thing. Jesus said this himself. John chapter 10, verse number 10. Look what he said. See, there are two plans in the earth that Jesus was bringing revelation to the people to understand. There are two plans. There's God's plan and there's the devil's plan. Jesus came to bring us God's plan. God's plan is blessing. Here's what Jesus said. He said, the thief cometh not but for to steal, kill, and destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. In the Amplified Bible, it says it's like this, that you might have and enjoy life in abundance to the full until it overflows. That's the life of blessing that God wants us to live under, and we can have that life in our life. Amen. Glory to God. God wants you to be high above every plot, plan, and scheme of the devil, demon power, sickness and disease, poverty and lack, and premature death. God, through the blessing, can make you live in the God class. How? By the power of the Holy Spirit. It's called Zoe life. Z-O-E. Zoe life. The life like God intended it. And I'm telling you something, you need to have that in your life. Now listen to this now, amen. If you're not living in the God class, then by default, the enemy will be able to cause the curse to come in your life. When you live in a God class, you're a person that's constantly seeking uh, God through his word, your prayer. You know what I mean? You, you know I mean? You pray, you're an intercessor, glory to God. You pray for yourself, you pray for others, amen. Praise God. And watch this, you walk in love. Why? Because faith worketh by love. And you know, let me tell you something. If you're not walking in love, your faith is not working. It'll never garner the blessing that's in this word. So you're going to have to learn to walk in love, seek God with all your heart, and you'll see the blessing come in your life. And you have to learn, once again, to speak blessing. Amen. To speak blessing. You're going to have to learn how to speak the blessing power of God and get your mind renewed on it. Glory be unto God. Amen. Glory to God. Now let's look at the blessing. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 28. Deuteronomy chapter 28, the things that the blessing will do. Glory to God. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 28, and I think it's right around verse number, I want to say three, amen. I got my, my, uh, my big Bible out, amen. Praise God. Deuteronomy chapter 28, look at verse three. The Bible says this. Talk about the blessing. Hallelujah. And the blessing comes by way of obedience to God. I'm not talking about part-time obedience. I'm talking about you living every day as, as, as much as you can for God. Amen. Even through your failures, you stand back up and you say, Father God, forgive me. I need to stay in covenant with you. I pray the blood of Jesus cleanse me with the purifying power of the blood of Jesus now. Forgive me in Jesus' name. And you'll be right back in covenant with him. 
Amen. Praise God. God don't want you walking around under condemnation. He don't want you walking around in sin from one day to the next. Get right with God and stay right with him. Glory to God and obey him because this is how the blessing manifests in your life. The Bible says, look at verse, uh, tell you what, let's start at verse number one. And it shall come to pass that thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee high above all nations of the earth. And look at this, Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 2. And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee if, that's a, that's a man, that's a two-letter word that carries a, a tremendous connotation. He said, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, blessed shall thou be in the city and blessed shall thou be in the field. Let's stop right there. I can deduce from that. That if I ignore the word of God, that if I refuse to do what God says, if I continue to walk in unforgiveness, bitterness, and hatefulness, and, and brooding all the time, honey, this, this stuff right here won't work for you. Glory to God, you're wasting your time. Amen. You might as well go back out in the world. But if you're serious about having the presence of God and his goodness in your life, if you obey his voice, watch this now. He will send the blessing power of God upon your life to overtake your life. If you hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, blessed shall thy be in the city, and blessed shall thy be in the field. Verse 4, blessed shall be the fruit of thy body, healing, amen, and the fruit of thy ground, anything you eat, and the fruit of thy cattle, anything you possess, glory to God, amen, and the increase of thy kind and the flocks of thy sheep. Verse 5, blessed shall, thy, shall be thy basket and thy store. Verse 6, blessed shall, be, blessed shall thou be when thou comest in, and blessed shall thou be when thou goest out. That's the life that God wants you to live under. Amen and amen. Let's look at it a little closer. Hey, look at verse 5 again. He says, uh, uh, Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 5, blessed shall, thou, shall be thy basket and thy store. Amen. The blessing mandate that you have, amen, can bring enough resources to your house till you have enough to share with others. Amen. God, through his blessing anointing, can bring everything you need, bring you everything you need in abundance. Praise God. If you believe him for, the, for him to keep covenant with you over his word, yes, he will do it. Look at verse six. It says, Blessed shall thou be when thou comest in, and blessed shall thou be when thou goest out. You know what? The power of God through blessing, it has the power within it to change every environment that you enter into. When you go into that environment, they may not even like you, but God said, I will make even your enemies be at peace with you. And he said something else, because the blessing knows what to do. The Bible says, God said, I will fight against those who fight against you, and your enemies will come my enemies. Glory to God. They don't stand a chance if you're walking in the blessing and you're living under the blessing. Amen. God wants your whole household blessed. And God didn't lie. The Bible says in Deuteronomy, uh, it says in Numbers chapter 23, verse 19, Numbers chapter 23, 19, he says, God's not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should have need to repent. Shall he say it and not do it? Amen. Shall, shall, he, shall God say this and not do it? No, God's going to do it for you. Amen. But you got to start believing God that Father God, even in this economy, even in this darkness, even in, 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 with spiritual wickedness in high places in our government and in the White House, 
I believe you as my source. I believe you are the one that blesses me. Glory to God. And I live in the blessing. And God will do it for you. Look at verse 7. Look what it says. The Lord shall cause all thy enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. Didn't I tell you he'll fight for you? This is because of the blessing. They'll be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way and flee from before you seven ways. When you're operating in the anointing of blessing and you got your mind renewed for blessing, you can, amen, walk in the blessing and it'll go before you and it'll come after you and overtake you and rest upon you. And anything that comes to your life to violate the blessing, God will knock it down. Glory to God. You ought to declare and decree that this is your season of breaking limits and receive your portion in Christ and claim the blessing of breakthrough and it'll come to your life. Amen. Praise God. You ought to live like this because that's the way God wants you to live. He wants you to be the head and not the tail. Now, you know, the devil's going to contest that. When you start believing God that I have the blessing of Abraham on my life, when you start believing God that Jesus came for me to live blessed, amen, I live under the all things anointing. You know, he said in Romans 8, 32, amen, uh, he who spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not also with him freely give us all things? Glory to God. The all things anointing is in the Bible. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 6, verse 32 and 33, it said, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you besides. Glory to God. There's an all things anointing. God's want, God wants all your needs met, and he will do it by way of the blessing. And if you obey his voice, he'll do it for you today. Amen. You got to live like this is true. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Look at verse number 8. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses and in all that thou settest thy hand unto. He shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Amen. God wants, amen, the blessing of his, of his spirit to manifest so greatly in your life that when you put your hand in anything, whether it be in your business, on your job, anything that you put your hand on, the blessing power of God. Come on it. Glory to God. And see, a lot of people, amen, they don't have their minds renewed like that. Don't you know that you have the power to bless and the power to curse? Jesus had to warn them, hey, don't curse. Go ahead and bless. Why? Because the blessing makes everything better. Cursing don't do nothing but add to, you know, it, it works for the devil. So when they were ready to curse people, Jesus said, no, 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 don't do that. Don't you know what kind of spirit you're made of? Glory to God. Jesus said, blessing don't curse. But he gave, you know, you the authority and the right to do either. You know, the Bible says that when you come into a house and, you know, that house honors you and they respect you, let your blessing come upon that house. Glory to God. But if it don't, he says, back out of that house and knock the dust off of your feet and get out of there. Amen. Because the blessing won't come on that house. I'm telling you, people who do good to you, he said, I will bless those who bless you. Amen. He said, I will curse those who curse you. So you got to understand that the blessing carries a supernatural mandate of knowing to be associated with it. Glory to God. Look what he says. God said, amen, he will command a blessing upon your storehouses. Amen. So you need to get ready. Amen. You need to get ready even in this time that we live in to have more than you've ever had before. You need to get ready to see enemies 
that you've seen in the past, God told me to tell you, the enemies that you've seen last week, you will see them no more because the blessing power of God is coming on your life. Enemies like, you know, American Express and Master Charging Visa, debt you can't pay, people harassing you and oppressing you on your job. Honey, I'm telling you, that day is over because today you're receiving a revelation of blessing in your life. Amen. And God wants you to be blessed because he gives you the power to get wealth. Let's look at it. Amen. And it's all out of covenant. Honey, if you get a revelation of, that God wants me blessed, honey, you be the head and not the tail above only not beneath in every situation in your life. And it don't matter if they don't respect you or not. God said, I'll make even your enemies be at peace with you. They'll just have to sit down and see you bless. Glory to God. Yeah, that's what it is. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18. Look what it says. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18. He said, but thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee the power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, the covenant of blessing." which he swore unto thy fathers as it is this day. Honey, you got to remember, God, when God does something great in your life, you need to give God thanks and praise and come back and give him the glory. Amen. Never think it's because of the strength of your own arm that you're, that you're progressing. Honey, I know that without God, if God wasn't keeping me, glory to God, I'd never be able to do the things that I'm doing today. I would never have anything worthwhile in my life, but it's because of the blessing in his hand on my life, the amen, that I'm able to stand today. And you need to remind yourself of that every other day. You need to tell God that you know it's him that is making you. It is he. He is giving you the power to get wealth, not that job. Not that man you married to. Not that woman you married to. Glory to God. Honey, it's God that's done it. Amen. Praise the name of God. God can end generational poverty in your life. Amen. It's not your degree. Thank God for being uh, educated in academic wisdom. We're not against that. Amen. Praise God. But you better have it in its proper place. You better give God the glory first and let the blessing continue to flow in your life. Look at Genesis Amen. Talking about the blessing. Now, because God wants you blessed. Genesis chapter 8. Right, let's go there. I want to show you this, that God has blessing for you. It's time for you to, to operate in this, this anointing of his word to see what he has for you in your life. And in Genesis chapter 8, look at verse 22. Amen. You need to stay in covenant with God. Well, how do I stay in covenant with God, Pastor Stelly? Through your local church. Amen. I thank God for good television ministries. I mean, I'm in covenant with a whole lot of television ministries. Amen. And there's some good ones that have fed me life when I was dying. Glory to God financially. Fed me life while I was uh, spiritually bankrupt. Glory to God. And I stay in covenant with those ministries to make sure that that word stays on the air for people like me to hear it. Amen. Honey, but the main place that you stay in covenant with God is through your local church. Stay in covenant with your local church. Honor your pastor, your man, and your woman of God. Amen. Stay under authority. Amen. Never get so big where you're telling them what to do. <laughs> Never get so big, praise God, where you're telling them, hey, hey, listen, you need to read that. Glory to God. Amen. Honey, you need to respect the anointed on your man and your woman of God. Amen. And in so doing, the blessing power of God that will continue to work in your life. Look at this. Here's what God said. Amen. You give into the anointing. 
Amen. And when you give your offering, you're not giving it to the man and the woman. If you do, you get, you get just what you deserve. Honey, when I give my offering and I tithe, amen, I give directly into the covenant who is Jesus. Amen. And because I'm giving into the, the anointing of Jesus through my tithe and my offering, the blessing that Jesus came to give and put on my life manifests. Amen. Honey, everybody in my house is tithers. You ought to not have a God robber among you. Amen. My wife tied. I tied. Glory to God. Our children give to the Lord. Amen. You need to teach your children how to give to God and give to others. Amen and amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Look at Genesis chapter 8, verse 22. The Bible says, while the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So now understand, this is the season. It's always the right time to sow into the anointed. If you want to get out of debt, the only way you're going to get out of debt is to sow your way out. Amen. Sow and then speak. Glory to God. If you want your business to come up, the only way that's going to happen is to sow the word seed and give to it and then speak what God said. Amen. Honey, I'll tell you, our ministry is not the biggest ministry in the world. But we operate in excellence. And that ministry, this ministry is blessed. We don't come asking people for nothing because, amen, God is our source. Glory to God. And God is meeting every need of his ministry according to his riches and glory. Amen. Because we are under the blessing. Amen. And amen. So you got to know that. Amen. You got to know that God wants that for you. You got to know that God is not going to leave you be made ashamed. And you got to know that if you stand on the word of God, God will do it for you because he's not a respecter person. One more place, we'll go. First Chronicles chapter 4, I want to show you what God was revealing to me about my own life, my own bloodline. Honey, I don't care if you've come from a, what they call the wrong side of the track or you might not have a whole lot of education. Nobody ever told me that I'd be able to go to college, graduate, go to college, then go back and graduate from Bible college and, and obtain uh, the, the kind of uh, 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 career that I have, amen, never would have made me believe I'd be able to marry the kind of woman that I'm married to. That's, I just outkick my coverage, amen, on that. Praise God. That's just a miracle in itself. But I'm telling you that you can end generational poverty. You can end generational misfortune. You can end poverty and lack and not enough in your life. Struggle defeat, failure can come to an end today if you know how to talk to God about the covenant that he has for you. And over there in 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verse number 9, there was a man called J.B. Some people say J.B.'s or J.B.'s. And here's, here's what happened. Look what he did. He prayed. He said, and J.B.'s was more honorable than his brethren. And his mother called his name J.B.'s, saying because uh, I bear him with sorrow, meaning that he probably had a handicap or a limitation. And Jabez called upon, or Jabez called upon the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed. Notice he didn't call upon God for money. Why? Because the blessing is more than money. Glory to God. It's better than money. He said, That thou wouldest bless me indeed and enlarge my coast, and that thy hand may be with me. And that thou wouldest keep me from evil, that it may not grieve me. And you know what happened? And God granted him his request. 
Praise God. Now that's good news. And everybody rejoices over that. Praise God. And they say, wow, that's great. That's the prayer of JB's. Praise God. But that was his prayer. I want to hear about your prayer. Because if you look at what was happening prior to this, this prayer is not only a prayer of blessing, but JB's was praying to break a generational curse of poverty, lack, and not enough, and a future of no hope from off of his life. In verse 1 through 9, you see what was happening. They were only having babies, getting married, and dying. People were having babies, getting married, and dying. Having babies, getting married, and dying. This one begot that one. That one begot this one. This one begot this one. And this one had a son for that one. And that one married this one. And this one married this one. And they died. And then they came to JB's. He lifted up his hands to stop it. God granted his request. And look at what happened. Praise God. In verse number 11, they went right back to having babies, living, and dying. That's right. You can be the one to break the generational curse of poverty, lack, and not enough out of your bloodline if you understand how to live under the blessing. Today, on the, on the Seat of Life, Lifeline's uh, social media church broadcast, I'm going to pray the prayer of blessing for you. And if you can just set yourself in agreement with me, I believe the anointing of blessing is going to come in your life. Let's pray. Father God, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, we release and we command the blessing upon these who are hearing the word of God. Show them your glory, O oh God. Come into their life as they seek you to live in covenant with you and they obey your word and amen. Get involved with that local church and serve fervently in that church. Show them your glory. Let their glory and the power of God come upon them to the point where they'll know that this was their breakthrough moment. We declare blessing breakthrough for them now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, who is the covenant. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. My friend, I'm telling you, if you prayed that prayer, I believe the blessing is working in your life. Today, if you need to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, all you got to do is re repeat this simple prayer after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I believe that you are the son of God. I believe God, amen, raised you from the dead. I believe you're coming again, amen, to return to receive your church. And Jesus, I want to be a part of your church when you come. Forgive me my sin. Forgive me my doubt and unbelief. I receive you now as my Lord and your Savior right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Friend, I believe you prayed that prayer. You got born again, and now you're entitled to live in covenant with God and walk in blessing. Until next week, this is Pastor Ella Stelly on behalf of my wife, Charlotte, and our children, Jaden and Naomi, and the people of our Seed of Life church family. We want you to do one thing. Live supernaturally and speak life, because at Seed of Life, we want you to know and remember that Jesus is Lord. See you next week.